Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 64. From sense to soul, my pathway lies before me, from mist and shadow into truth's clear day. The dawn of all things real is breaking o'er me. My heart is singing, I have found the way. Hymn number 64. Scriptural this morning will be given by Shahidat from Maryland. I will read from the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor has come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. 
that he said, go borrow these vessels abroad of all thy neighbors. He's an empty vessel. Borrow not his few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside but with that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door on to, upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Let us us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. 
Let's now sing hymn number 34. Christ comes again with holy power to lift our blinded eyes to see. The sick are healed, the sinner blessed, as on that eve in Galilee. Hymn number 34. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here with our round table discussion, which is kind of like an adult Sunday school, good training session in how to practice Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning, so if you didn't catch it, you can catch it on our website plainfieldcs.com. It will also be featured on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school has its own teleconference number. 
so that any child anywhere can attend by teleconference, and many of our Sunday school children do attend via teleconference. So if you don't live in the area and you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be very happy to give you the number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting that meets every Wednesday evening at 8.15. And there you can hear testimonies of healings and lives changed and saved, literally, through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We had a really good Bible study yesterday our second one on Revelation and the seven churches of Revelation. There was really a lot going on there. And our next Bible study will be in four weeks. So mark your calendars, Saturday, March 12, at 10 a.m. There will be more Bible study questions on the website. We'll alert you to that. But mark your calendars, for Saturday, March 12, and please join us, 10 a.m. And on our English website, there's an article that I'd like to point out that's being featured now. We all trust something. But Milton Simon has written a really good article about trusting God, which I recommend highly. Trusting God is the name of the article by Milton Simon, and you can find it on our website. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from Miscellaneous Writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given by Karen from California. Page 445. One evening, I was calling on a neighbor, and somehow the subject of Christian Science came up. I asked her what it was and what they believed. She then told me of a friend of hers who had become a Christian scientist. This friend had passed through great sorrow and disappointment. Her health had failed her, and her cheerful disposition had entirely changed. She could talk of nothing but her troubles and was a most unhappy woman. A few years ago, she visited my neighbor, who greatly surprised at her changed appearance for she was happy and well, asked where her troubles were. The reply was, I have no troubles. I have found true happiness, for I have become a Christian scientist. I became deeply interested and asked if the students in Clinton had public meetings on Sundays. She replied that they had and told me where they were. The next Sunday I went. All was quiet when I entered, for they were engaged in silent prayer. Soon they repeated the spiritual interpretation of the Lord's Prayer. 
I shall never forget the impression that made on me. All the next week, I heard the leader's voice repeating the first sentence. I was invited to come again and did so. One of the ladies loaned me science and health with key to the scriptures and offered to get me one, which she did the next week. I have studied it in connection with the Bible. I have greatly improved in health, having had only one attack of a physical tr trouble which caused great suffering since that time, and that was a year ago. At first, I did not think of anything about being healed or of my physical infirmity. I only loved the sacred teaching. How true that God's word does not return unto him void. The words of truth that my neighbor's friend spoke to her were what first awakened me. If the one who first hears it does not receive it, it goes to someone who is ready, and it takes root and bears fruit. This is G.H.I. Clinton, New York. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 14 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, soul. The golden text is from Psalms. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. The responsive reading is from Psalms. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of that trust in him shall be desolate. Craig will now read. The Bible, Psalms. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. 
The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Joshua Joshua called the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh and said unto them, Ye have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I commanded you. Ye have not left your brethren these many days unto this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God have given rest unto your brethren, as he promised them. Therefore, now return ye, and get you into your tents, and unto the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side Jordan. But take diligent heed to do the commandment and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away and they went unto their tents. And it came to pass a long time after that the Lord had given rest unto Israel from all their enemies round about, that Joshua waxed old and stricken in age. And Joshua called for all Israel and for their elders and for their heads, and for their judges, and for their officers, and said unto them, I am old and stricken in age, and ye have seen all that the Lord your God have done unto all these nations because of you. For the Lord your God is he that hath fought for you. Behold, I have divided unto you by lot these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from Jordan with all the nations that I have cut off even unto the great sea westward. And the Lord your God, he shall expel them from before you and drive them from out of your sight. And ye shall possess their land as the Lord your God hath promised unto you. Be ye therefore very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that ye turn not aside therefrom to the right hand or to the left. And behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth, and ye know in all your hearts 
and in all your souls, that not one thing have failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you, and not one thing hath he failed thereof. Isaiah. If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach the restorer of paths to dwell in. Matthew. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things of, that be of God, but those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profitive? if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Lamentations The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him the Lord is good unto them that wait for him, 
to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. I will read from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. To reach heaven, the harmony of being, we must understand the divine principle of being. Soul or spirit is God, unchangeable and eternal. And man coexists with and reflects soul God, for man is God's image. Soul is the substance, life, and intelligence of man, which is individualized, but not in matter. Soul can never reflect anything inferior to spirit. Man is the expression of soul. The Indians caught some glimpses of the underlying reality when they called a certain beautiful lake the smile of the great spirit. Heaven, harmony, the reign of spirit, government by divine principle, spirituality, bliss, the atmosphere of soul. We cannot deny that life is self-sustained, and we should never deny the everlasting harmony of soul, simply because, to the mortal senses, there is seeming discord. It is our ignorance of God, the divine principle, which produces apparent discord, and the right understanding of Him restores harmony. Truth will at length compel us all to exchange the pleasures and pains of sense for the joys of soul. Soul is immortal because it is spirit, which has no element of self-destruction. Is man lost spiritually? No, he can only lose a sense material. All sin is of the flesh. It cannot be spiritual. Sin exists here or hereafter, only so long as the illusion of mind in matter remains. It is a sense of sin and not a sinful soul which is lost. Evil is destroyed by the sense of good. Through false estimates of soul as dwelling in sense and of mind as dwelling in matter, Belief strays into a sense of temporary loss or absence of soul, spiritual truth. This state of error is the mortal dream of life and substance as existent in matter, and is directly opposite to the immortal reality of being. So long as we believe that soul can sin, or that immortal soul is in mortal body, we can never understand the science of being. When humanity does understand this science, it will become the law of life to man, even the higher law of soul, which prevails over material sense through harmony and immortality. 
Life is the law of soul, even the law of the spirit of truth, and soul is never without its representative. Man's individual being can no more die nor disappear in unconsciousness than can soul, for both are immortal. The divine mind is the soul of man and gives man dominion over all things. Man was not created from a material basis, nor bidden to obey material laws which spirit never made. His province is in spiritual statutes, in the higher law of mind. Harmonious and immortal man has existed forever and is always beyond and above the mortal illusion of any life, substance, and intelligence as existent in matter. This statement is based on fact, not fable. The science of being reveals man as perfect, even as the Father is perfect, because the soul or mind of the spiritual man is God the divine principle of all being. And because this real man is governed by soul instead of sense, by the law of spirit, not by the so-called laws of matter. When understanding changes the standpoint of life and intelligence from a material to a spiritual basis, we shall gain the reality of life the control of soul over sense, and we shall perceive Christianity or truth in its divine principle. This must be the climax before harmonious and immortal man is obtained and his capabilities revealed. It is highly important in view of the immense work to be accomplished before this recognition of divine science can come to turn our thoughts towards divine principle, that finite belief may be prepared to relinquish its error. An ill-attuned ear calls discord harmony, not appreciating concord. So physical sense, not discerning the true happiness of being, places it on a false basis. Science will correct the discord and teach us life's sweeter harmonies. Soul has infinite resources with which to bless mankind, and happiness would be more readily attained and would be more secure in our keeping if sought in soul. Higher enjoyments alone can satisfy the cravings of immortal man we cannot circumscribe happiness within the limits of personal sense. The senses confer no real enjoyment. The good in human affections must have ascendancy over the evil and the spiritual over the animal, or happiness will never be won. The attainment of this celestial condition would improve our progeny, diminish crime, and give higher aims to ambition. Every valley of sin must be exalted, and every mountain of selfishness 
be brought low, that the highway of our God may be prepared in science. Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the master healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame, thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies, and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Dost thou love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind? This command includes much, even the surrender of all merely material sensation, affection, and worship. This is the El Dorado of Christianity. It involves the science of life and recognizes only the divine control of spirit in which soul is our master and material sense and human will have no place. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 304. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Shepherd, show me how to go o'er the hillside steep, how to gather, how to sow, how to feed thy sheep. I will listen for thy voice, lest my footsteps stray. I will follow and rejoice all the rugged way. Hymn number 304.
for whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. He said, He will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord which keepeth
Let's now sing hymn number 267. Our God is all in all. His children cannot fear. See baseless evil fall and know that God is here. Hymn number 267. from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, no substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God, Therefore the word know us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. For the Lord God 
is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good things does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Amen.